Hi, I'm Charlotte Gortney. I love learning, and I love learning from others, and I love conversations because they teach me so much. I feel like conversations are disappearing, and I can't let that happen. Let's have conversations again. This podcast is about the conversations I wish we were having. I'm a United Methodist pastor appointed to serve a local congregation facing the quandary many United Methodist congregations are facing. Should we disaffiliate or not? This question is laser-focused on one outcome and misses many other outcomes that might have far greater consequences for the local church. My district superintendent told our congregation at our 2022 charge conference that it appears an 80% vote in favor of disaffiliation is necessary to allow a church to be sustainable after the vote. He also shared how this vote has been pushed by a vocal minority in some churches, but the fact that the conversations were even happening drove away so many members that the church was facing financial instability, whether they voted or not. And still we stay locked in our camps. My goal in this podcast series is to help us hear each other, because conversation is not even possible if we can't hear each other. So I will share a summary of three positions, traditionalist, centrist, and progressive, because I think we should all understand positions different from our own well enough to argue their point for them. Beyond that, we must be committed to honoring each other, It is possible to hold a different conviction on this issue and remain Christian. In this episode, I will summarize the three positions briefly. I want you to hear them side by side, and then in the next four episodes, I will offer a better introduction and give each position more time. I do hope that you'll keep listening. Here we go. From a traditionalist perspective, orthodoxy, or right belief, is of the highest value. While traditionalists believe that Scripture is interpreted, they lean toward a literal interpretation. God's created order being fixed is another essential belief. From this position, they see homosexuality and gender fluidity to be against God's created order. They also rely on the long history of the Church in naming same-gender sexual intercourse as a sin. For a traditionalist, a compassionate response to the LGBTQ community is to offer them the hope of redemption and healing through Jesus Christ. When righteousness and justice conflict for a traditionalist, righteousness wins. From a centrist perspective, the core doctrines of the faith stand without question. Grace is primary, however. Centrists fell in love with Jesus because of grace. Yes, That's messy and fuzzy at times. Yes, it means a centrist must change positions sometimes. Yes, it's harder to tick off the checkboxes, and centrists can frustrate both sides, right and left. But the ability to stand in the middle is the only authentic way a centrist knows how to express a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. When righteousness and justice conflict, a centrist insists that both can and must exist together. From a progressive position, it all begins with shalom. This idea that the kingdom, or the kingdom, 
of God is coming and will set all things right once again. Justice is of the highest value. When creation or people groups or organizations do not have equal footing with which to operate and navigate, something must be done to restore justice. This leads to an urgency and a call to action for progressives. Most stand well within the orthodoxy of historic Christian beliefs, but argue that orthodoxy means nothing if it does not result in orthopraxy, or right practice. When righteousness and justice conflict, justice wins. I have an opinion. Really, it is as strong as a conviction about how faith guides us to respond to LGBTQ persons and their request to fully participate in the life of the United Methodist Church. When I pray about where God is leading our denomination and the congregation I serve, this is the passage of Scripture that surfaces for me. It is from John's Gospel, chapter 17. Holy Father, protect them in your name that you have given me so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I protected them in your name that you have given me, but now I am coming to you, and I speak these things in the world, so that they may have my joy made complete in themselves. I believe it is possible to be faithful to the call of God in Jesus Christ and to live within a denominational witness that differs from my conviction. I am not compromising my faith to live with this contradiction. I believe it is possible for the Church to change its response on questions of ordination and same-sex marriage and still be faithfully Christian. But I wonder if it is possible for us to tear apart local church after local church with this debate, to the point that many will have to close and still say we are offering a Christian witness to the world. As we live with the choices we have made in order to hold our convictions— May God have mercy on us.